Hello, hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. It's going to be all about releasing to create. And this term, releasing, is common in the spiritual manifestation world. I'm sure you've heard it, but I really, really want to break it down in a way, um, in multiple ways, so you can truly understand why it's important to release, recognize when you're holding on to a limiting belief and how it impacts your co-creation with the universe. So first of all, when we release our expectations around a certain outcome, we open up doors that we may have been missing. So let's just say, for example, you want, oh, I'll give you an example. Okay. You want to find your partner and you have all these expectations, which, you know, I think certain expectations for your partner is fine, but let's just say you have an expectation of, oh, I can't meet this person online. Oh, I'm never going to meet them in a bar. Oh, I don't even know how to meet this person. You know, all the good guys are gone, et cetera, et cetera. So that story that you're telling yourself of I've never, there's nobody good out there. And trust me, I've had these, <laughs> these uh, stories before closes off opportunities for you. So a way to look at it is to recognize one, what are your thoughts around trying to create whatever you're trying to create? And we'll use the partner example. So you're trying to create a relationship, your future husband, wife, whatever. And you have the story that I'm never going to meet this person online. Online dating's not for me. Or I don't even know how to meet people anymore. Or I've been burned in the past. I can't trust people. And all those things might be true. Those might be past expectations or sorry, past experience that you have, have occurred. However, we've got to be present and we've got to recognize that what those stories are doing to us. So when you tell yourself, I'm never going to meet my partner, guess what? The universe is listening and the universe is like, all right, wish, wish done. You've got it. I will not, you know, the universe is not going to present opportunities for you to meet your future partner. Now, again, you may have some thoughts around past experiences, but you've got to release them and come up with a affirmation of what do you want instead. So stop thinking about the how and the when and get clear on the what. You want to meet your future partner. Okay, beautiful. What does your future partner maybe look like or what kind of characteristics does this individual have? And write that down. And I think that's important, right? You want to have a clear expectation of what you want in your life. Now, don't get crazy. (laughs) Don't, um, you know, this person has to have blue eyes and blonde hair. You know, like, let's just be real. What do you want in a partner? Somebody that is going to love you and treat you well. And somebody that you can really picture yourself growing and expanding with for the rest of your life. So I would write a list. And then each morning, you know, I love a morning meditation (laughs) is... Tell yourself, I have met my dream partner. My dream partner loves me and I love him. My dream partner, you know, is amazing. This individual meets all my needs. I'm so happy. I feel expanded, whatever, whatever. And act, create the emotions as if it has already occurred. Mm -hmm. And by doing this, you're changing so many things. You're changing your vibration. So instead of being in that low vibration of this is never going to happen, I'm never going to meet my partner. You now raise yourself up to joy and to bliss, which are 
two of the highest vibrations on the Hertz vibration scale. So by doing that, you are now in a different state of mind. You're open to new opportunities. You're open to gifts and miracles. You're open to doors that again, may have never been open for you because you were so close-minded and continue that routine every single day. And I did that. Oh, let's see when I moved to Colorado back in 2015 and I was just very frustrated with the online dating and, you know, I had those stories. I was like, oh my God, these guys are ridiculous. They're so picky. Nobody's messaging me back. The guys that I'm meeting are jerks. And I just created the story. And so finally I was so frustrated with not being able to meet the right match. And I just let go. I just released really any expectations on me to my partner and focus more on, I just want to meet a friend. I just want to meet somebody that is kind, that will show me around. You know, I was new to town. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know what, you know, where to go, what to do. I didn't know anything. I just moved to a new state and really just was looking for connection. And no joke, the moment I released all these constraints on how I was going to meet somebody and when I was going to meet somebody and, you know, all that, I met my partner and it was pretty awesome. You know, we started just talking online and then I think we met like two weeks after had a great first date. And, you know, I think, let's see, we met in June and I moved in in April. So, you know, things, I don't know. I want to get there at that too fast, but, um, I would have never, I could have never imagined or even came up with how this would all have played out and when it was going to play out and how, you know, my boyfriend meets everything that I need in my life. You know, I did write a list 10, 12 years ago on the characteristics and the values that I wanted my future partner to have. And I actually pulled that list out when I moved in with him. You know, I found it when I was moving all my stuff and it was bananas. It was insane that everything that I wrote down, and I think I wrote 20 or 30 things he was a match for except for maybe one, which was not a big deal. And it was just so freaking crazy when we get clear on what we want and we release the how and we release the when freaking magic occurs. Okay. That is one example. Another example I want to give you is another journey I've had this year on really releasing has been a huge, huge lesson for me this year. And it's been hard. So about a year ago, last year, September, my boyfriend and I decided we wanted to have kids. And we had been together for seven, no, eight years. And we're very adamant and we didn't want children for many reasons. And we had a conversation and I had kind of already been feeling, do I want kids? Do I not want kids? And it just was very, you know, funny how it all worked out and how we all came or how we both came to the same conclusion on, you know, this is the path that we want moving forward. So me being the super A type immediately was like, okay, what month do I want to conceive? And what month do I want to have the baby born? Oh, okay. I want a Capricorn or a Sagittarius or an Aquarius or, you know, a Pisces is fine. And I just went into planning mode. It was when I think back, I was just, it was crazy how 
particular, I was in conception and, you know, birthday. And it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I was so controlling in what I thought I wanted. So, you know, we started trying in December. I'm very grateful for one of my friends who was like, you should start trying earlier because it might take longer than you think. I had no clue. You know, I just thought we would conceive right away. I had no clue that it would take as long as it did. And the journey of conception has been very hard. And, you know, for all the women out there who are on a conception journey, oh, my heart goes out to you. Did not know it's going to get <laughs> a little teary eyed, but ooh, it's been a journey. So anyways, we start in December. Um, I, and then also I started going on this just massive, and this is a whole nother podcast for a later day, but just massive journey into women's health and pregnancy and preconception, all that. And that is why a lot of the guests that I've had in the podcast last year were focused on women's health. That's why <laughs> it was on a learning journey. So, you know, we're trying, we're trying, you know, cycle one, nothing, two, three, four, nothing. We get pregnant in May and obviously not the month that I thought <laughs> I was going to conceive. And I've been uh, testing my hormones for about a month. I had low progesterone and high estrogen, which is again, another story. I will do another podcast in the future on hormone health and very excited, right? I was thrilled. I had planned this very cute reveal to him and, um, you know, we're like, okay, great. So that was a Tuesday and a week later I had a miscarriage and that was, oh, didn't know I saw emotions, <laughs> very devastating. And it took a lot of healing to recognize that that just wasn't our time. And again, for all the women out there who have been through this journey, so much love to you because it's very hard. So anyways, May, a very, very tough month. So I go to a fertility doctor and, you know, we try Clomid. I truly believe I had a chemical pregnancy in June, but you know, nothing. And then, um, went through and had an HSG. And if you're not familiar with that, it's when they go into your ovaries and put in saline to try to clear your tubes. That was no big deal. I didn't have any blocks. So really the common theme is my hormones. And so like, okay, um, you know, doing as much research as I can and how to naturally balance my hormones. And I just was so frustrated and so tired of you know, going to the fertility doctor every week and getting ultrasounds and doing blood work. And finally, I just said, I've got to take a break. And so I took, let's see, it was in June. So I took about two months off and, you know, we, we were still, you know, trying per se, but I just wasn't hyper-focused. And I finally was like, okay, we are going to conceive soon because I just know deep in my heart that is our our story. I had been communicating with my spirit baby since February. If you've not read the book, Spirit Babies, oh, so good. Life-changing if you're on the conception journey or even just parent journey. Um, So I just knew, I was like, we've got this spirit child and 
I don't want to say the gender yet because I'm doing a gender reveal in a couple weeks. And um, I knew it was going to happen. And so we, you know, continued on. And in the month of September, I changed a bunch of things. I was taking this fertile tea that I saw a lot of successful women have. I saw a fertility specialist, an acupuncturist. I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped drinking coffee. I did some hormone drops through Rose Casa, which is a wonderful natural um, supplement. And they have everything, lotions, shampoos, whatever you need. It's a great like natural company. Check them out. Um, and we got pregnant. <laughs> and, oh, you know, it was such a joy because I really did not think that we were going to get pregnant. I was like, I just had no expectations anymore because I knew it happened. And, you know, I was told that I can run after ovulation just to be, you know, sure and careful because I believe that back in May, um, the, I did a long run the day before I miscarried. And I think that had something to do with it. Um, if you're not familiar with progesterone, it's what makes your uterus sticky. It's what makes the egg secure in the uterus and allows it to implant. It's a, it's a huge impact for hormone when it comes to conception and keeping a viable pregnancy. And mine was very, very low. And so I think the combination of that and running just led to the miscarriage. So I was told not to run after ovulation. So it was cycle day 29 and I always start my period usually day 28, 29, you know, pretty regular and cycle day 29. And I'm like, okay, you know, I haven't started my period. I'm going for a run because <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I'm pregnant. Luckily I had one more, um, HCG strip and that is, you know, it's just a pregnancy test, but it's just a strip. It was my last one left. And I'm like, okay, not pregnant, but let's just test just in case. So I'm getting ready. I'm getting my running clothes on. I'm ready to go out the door. And, you know, three, four minutes pass. And I look down. I'm like, and it's bright. You know, this line is, you can't miss it. And I'm like, oh my God, we are pregnant. This is so exciting. And I'm telling you this story because not only does it have to relate to, you know, women's conception journeys, but manifesting in general. And of course, there are a million other factors into somebody's health journey and conception journey. But I think when it comes to creating something that you want, you really have to hold that belief even when it gets hard and be able to know deep in your heart that whatever you're trying to create for you, whether it's a baby, whether it's a dream partner, whether it's a, um, whether it's money, a car, whatever it is, it's so important to know that if you thought it, it's possible. And to really let go of the how and the when, because it's not your job. I mean, obviously, if you're <laughs> conceiving a child, there is a how behind that. <laughs> There's a couple different hows. But you've got to let go. And letting go for me was oh, so much better. I was able to take off this massive weight, this massive just stress around every single month when I was cycling and ovulating. I'm like, all right, we have to have sex. Like, this is the day. Like, we can't miss this window. This is our only opportunity. And, you know, I was just counting. You know, it took 10 cycles, right? Which I know many women have had longer, but it's still a stressful journey. 
And when I was able to just take away the stress, take away the expectations, that is when things just felt right. And even in August, I I finally told myself, if we don't get pregnant this month, I'm okay with that because I know we will. And that alone was so enlightening. It really allowed me to start being present and stop focusing on the future, which is another, I think, important piece when you're trying to create something is stop getting wrapped up in, you know, what if it works out or what if it doesn't work out and really focusing on just being joyful in this moment right here and right now. And so, yes, we are pregnant finally. Um, Right now I'm 12 and a half weeks and everything is looking great and it's been such a beautiful journey and I will probably continue to do some episodes on this journey. Some things that I've learned, I think it's important to share because we all have our stories, but you know, the lesson of releasing has, (laughs) I, I just, the craziest lesson for me in my entire life. And, you know, I've had a couple of psychic readings this year with different individuals and they've said the same thing, which is crazy. And obviously a lesson that, you know, I still hadn't learned halfway through this year. And, you know, I'm making, sorry, my dog is barking at a squirrel or something. (laughs) I'm making this episode because I think we all have these expectations around the when the how, the what, the who, when we're creating in life, whether it's a child, you know, whether it's money, whatever. And that is what is stopping us from truly stepping into our true selves. It is stopping us from really just being present, from embodying what we do want and just allowing us to be present. And I really want you to look at this message of release and see how it's impacting you right now and you may have everything that you want you may have checked off all the boxes you may feel great in life but I promise you there's something that is holding you back in some capacity and it doesn't need to be big but you know we hold expectations all the time it's just what we do especially if you are you know controlling which most of us are right we want to know what to expect in life we want to know what's next we want to know how to react and that's hard to let that go to release that control and that's part of releasing your expectations too is not knowing how to act or what to expect in every single moment and you're really again just trusting and believing that you are going to have what you want to have and it will happen it might not happen tomorrow It may not happen in a year, but just knowing that it will happen for you and really, really stepping into that. So I hope that you can reflect back on this message and that you can really learn something and make a change because we all deserve our wildest dreams. We really do. We are here for abundance. We are here for prosperity. We are here to be in our most aligned, happiest, joyful selves. And it's just often our thoughts that we get caught up in. You know, your thoughts are not you. They are not your reality. So really be careful of what you're thinking, what you're saying, 
and recognizing when those thoughts, when those emotions are coming up that are not actually aligning with what you do want. So as always, I hope you have the most beautiful day and have an amazing weekend.